Ladies, gentlemen and others, get ready to tune in for a very, very interesting episode today. And remember that if you like what you hear, you must review, comment, rate and subscribe to the podcast. Who I have here with me today is someone I think I've known for about, I want to put a number on it and I want to say about six to seven years. I've been a guest on her show many a times. If you've heard about and if you've not heard about it, you're clearly living under a rock. If you haven't heard about Afternoons with Annie... You are going to hear me this afternoon with Annie. She is one of the most popular RJs the Indian radio ecosystem uh, has had the pleasure to witness the career of someone who's been on 94.3 Radio 1 for about a decade or two decades. I feel like I want to verify this number with you. <laughs> Eight. And uh, today I'm welcoming you on my podcast, Ooh. Annie. Thank you for coming on. I am excited. And thank you. It's so interesting because like it's almost like a role reversal today. Yeah. I've been a guest on your show for what, and two years? We've, we've talked about this. Like, you know, you being on the show, co-hosting it and so on and so forth. But well, this is how, you know, the universe wanted to work around it. Yeah. I'm and I, you've been such a, uh, you've been someone I think who I've driven around a lot while <laughs> listening to. So the fact that the universe also brought us together a few years ago was uh, a very pinch me moment because I felt like, oh my God, that's so cool. Yeah. So for context, um, for everyone who's listening, uh, we connected a few years ago and I was part of Afternoons with Annie's style segment. Yes, at it was the called time. Swank It Up. Swank It Up with Annie. And uh, we had such lovely conversations. And then what Beautiful. was fun was we landed up on a travel trip together. Yeah. Which I feel we really, that was the true bonding experience yes. for me because they basically put us on a cruise in the middle of the ocean and said now hang out together for one week because you don't know very many other people <laughs> and it could have gone in many ways yeah but we yeah. like we genuinely all we got along so, so well. much fun yeah it was yeah, like big wow. boss for influence you know in the I'm literally like, like in my head going back and thinking of all the days that we've uh, I've tried to coordinate with you for the segment recordings and then how we used to meet up in the studios and talk about all possible style segment you know uh, dynamics that we could discuss with listeners and stuff like that wow yeah and invariably every time I came into your studio to record much like today we would sit and have a chat and realize wait <laughs> we were here to record let's let's do this later <laughs> but you're so lovely to have conversations with because you have this very open personality which obviously is a great attribute for an RJ because you're essentially I feel like you do what I do with a camera like when I'm vlogging I'm essentially talking yeah, to a I camera so. yeah. but you're I'd talking like to, to a mic so. yeah. how, how, how has it been for you how many years has it been now uh, in the industry, a little more than 17 years mm -hmm. uh, with Radio 1. Back again with Radio 1 because I actually started my career with Go FM back in the day, if you remember, yeah. Go 92.5. That's where I first started radio. Um, and then now, yeah, 17 years, that's a long time. And so speaking to the mic has been as exciting as being on stage because when I was growing up, I was always someone who wanted to be on stage. I would love to have the spotlight on me. And then when I heard radio... Back in the day, it was the first phase of radio. It was when radio had just sort of begun and uh, gotten into mainstream and everybody was in awe of that voice you hear behind uh, radio and the mystery behind who this person could be and everything that the listeners and fans draw out of it, you know. Mm -hmm. And then when they finally meet you, either they're disappointed <laughs> or they're absolutely excited about meeting you. You know, you, you draw these images about who that person is behind the voice and things like that. So yeah, those moments from those moments to today where there have been so many more avenues that have also come up along with radio. So yeah, boy, I feel like a dinosaur suddenly. 
no you you sound like a very experienced person who's clearly <laughs> been around for a hot minute was there what was radio always the plan or were you just someone who enjoyed the spotlight like you said but were you looking in a different direction um radio was something that did fancy me and um, no i wasn't particularly looking at radio i was looking at a stage and that could be anything it could be a stage stage where i could be in theater or plays or acting or like radio which again is a stage because you have to forget about your sorrows and your griefs and come and you know put on this persona that is able to communicate with whatever is happening in the day around you to your listeners so yeah yeah i think that having any kind of public profile mm. job comes with its complexities of saying yeah. okay i got to leave this out of the recording room out of the studio yeah and i'm having a bad day you can stay out <laughs> yeah. or wait for 4 hours till i get back to you but i have to put on this self which is uh, which is excited about the show which is excited about everything that's happening on the show uh, whether or not you're in the mood for it yeah yeah what's your most and what's your least favorite thing about the job i want to know both wow i think the job in itself all of it is good nay 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 without nahin. sounding too diplomatic nahin, nahin, nahin. this is too diplomatic <laughs> this is too diplomatic. i'm cancelling this answer what is this you have to be like be this is the real deal with anam see you got to be real with me over here what is your most and tell me your least chalo pehle wo bata do it's easier to bitch about your job in life um, it truly is it's human oh nature oh god <laughs> how much more real do you want me to get <laughs> well um i think it, when it comes to the pressure of getting a show set you know in a stipulated time and and you know you have to pack in so much and you've got to put up a show at this particular given point in time and you cannot miss that mark and you do that every single day um uh, you cannot give yourself that leeway of saying i'm going to start my show at 12:05 today and not 12 you know what i mean but that's also because you're doing it live what that's about when, when you're doing recording? it live even when you're recording you still have to deliver it at a certain time so that it reaches in time for everybody else mm-hmm. like now i'm doing a national show which has been going on for at least 5 years now i have 4 5 years and so yes it is pre recorded it isn't live anymore but again that stipulated restriction always stays and sometimes you just want to stretch out and say no maybe i want to start the show today at 12:05 <laughs> never happens <laughs> gana but pehle baja deti hu but yeah that is one sometimes you feel a little restricted but other times thanks to the platform and to what this uh, platform has been for me it's allowed me to just be a free bird to talk about most things under the sun so yeah what are the kind of things you've been asked not to talk about politics i would assume is one yeah that is a no no because we are not licensed to speak about politics we are not a news channel only right. the news channels are uh, whether on radio or on television licensed to speak about politics so that's clearly out of the window yeah uh, the other things are you can't talk about porn you can't you can't talk about sex you can't talk about um, you can't talk about intimacy uh, but you can't of talk course, about sex uh, yeah you cannot discuss it in detail you can talk about issues around mental health when it comes to sex and intimacy but you cannot talk talk about sex no you mean like you can't be imparting sex education essentially that too yes wow i never thought about it first of all yeah. i don't know and why then you cannot head... use cuss words which on a digital platform for instance you, you could you can say fuck here don't yeah. worry <laughs> <laughs> but i have been trained so well and meticulously that i don't think that's going to come out of my mouth <laughs> when i have a mic in front of me that's never going to happen wow is there something that you think has changed over the years about about being an rg do you feel like there's a different i mean i'm sure social media of course is something that you and i have yeah. discussed extensively in yeah. general but as part of your job wholly and solely as an rj do you feel like you look at it differently after 17 years so when we started uh, 
radio back in the day when it was phase 1 there were just two stations within a city at any given point in time and everything was about radio everything was about uh, if if there is television if there are films then there is radio these are the three best in the top platforms that everybody would look up to and premium platforms so back in the day it revolved a lot around entertainment only but today it's not just about entertainment because i think the world at large has evolved we as a city and as a country have evolved so it's not just entertainment there's a lot of other aspects that you've got to bring in so whether it is social issues standing for a cause um bringing those causes to the fore which which wasn't very high on the list back in the day because we were starting out as also a platform so to speak and so it was more to do with okay there's music and there's movies and this is what most people go after and this is what we must this is what we should be talking about because that's the best thing so more so, layers and more yeah. complexities yeah. do you also get involved in the business side of things or do you focus only on the creative side of it well if uh, you can you you're allowed to and you're also sometimes asked to uh, but otherwise no like if i would ask you let's say we have an aspiring rj listening in today what would you describe the many hats that an rj should wear to somebody who's you know aspiring to be you in 17 years from now well for starters um, you've got to have a good know how of what's happening around you mm-hmm. you have to be able to articulate that and you also somewhere have to be able to weave a story around it and then you can put your point across whether it's your personal opinion or if you are you know showing a mirror to the society which is not mostly recommended because nobody wants to be uh, talked down upon uh, maybe talked to or talked with Uh, so those kind of uh, little nuances that you've got to keep in mind i would assume it's also tougher to do that because you're dealing with a primarily audio i mean not primarily only pretty much an audio audience right yeah. so i feel like with visuals it but might be but that's changed now huh thanks to social media again so if there's anything happening on radio it's also happening on social media Are because we have you guys now recording live yeah 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 we have platforms. videos going out on youtube and instagram and yeah You remember Definitely. we had that conversation when I first <laughs> time I came into your studio and I was like why don't you prop up a camera there and then live stream on YouTube as well and I sounded like such an idiot saying it at that point of time because nobody was doing it but like if, you are a visionary and <sighs> you always have been No I think I just think with a visual <laughs> lens like my brain works like that so even when I was planning this podcast for example i've been talking about having my own podcast for a year before i clearly have finally gotten into doing it i always have to remind myself that in this particular scenario my audio needs to be more important yeah. than my video you know what i mean and i feel like it's ulta for you <laughs> then um but again going now things are changing now things are changing so balance. that is also yeah so that is also something that is new to radio uh, it's not radio anymore Uh, we are content creators now mm-hmm. because back in the day also we have been content creators but of course this term the buzzword yeah. that everybody likes to use because it seems like suddenly people only understand content creators as a term yeah you know so thank it's god. easier <laughs> i will say thank god finally 12 saal se kar rahi hu ab log samajh rahe hain main kya kar rahi hu no but um, my question to you is do you like that there is a visual component now or are you like i oh, love it i could sit in my pajamas earlier and i love it to... but don't ask me to do everything by myself you know what i mean like you're mm-hmm. expecting me to do radio and they're also expecting me to do social media um yes i have the bandwidth for it but i should physically have the time the, for it yeah you know and, so are you dressing and... up to do radio now yeah I do you, see i tried do you, do you, do you <laughs> like that or are you like fuck it let I me just it. no 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 I enjoy it. I've always, I always have. If you know me, 
always has. Yeah, so but I, see, it's one okay. thing to enjoy it, and it's another thing to want to need to have to do it. Every no, day no, no, no. I'm not in that space anymore of need to have to do it. Okay, but yes. When I'm asked to do reels, you've got to do something fun. You've got to do something this, and you've got to do something that. You've got to get numbers. That gets to me. Yeah, that does get to me because I've been doing radio and audio medium, where you are supposed to remain a mystery as far mm. as the face is concerned. Uh, you know, personality maybe comes through a little bit, and so you don't ask me to now come show myself and try to be cool. What is trying to be cool? Mm. I think I have been cool all along. <laughs> don't forget that. You know, it's just been a different format. In fact, it's the theater of mind that is put to play when you are on radio. Yeah. Which isn't when it's a visual, visual medium. medium. I am feeding it to you. You're just like blindly and without giving it much thought, just taking it in. Adapting and to new media, however, has must be a challenge for so many people. Yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah. Like reels, like you said. Like yeah, and to be able to make sense out of okay, this is not what I really uh, did on radio, but I still have to do something fun because it's all about numbers. That does get to you. Is it gonna sound weird to you when I tell you that there are days when me as a content creator also feels like that? Aha! Because like there's I, I, now again, you know what I'm talking about. No, I do. I swear <laughs> I do. Because I've been doing what I do for twelve years, and there are days where I just want to write a nice long blog post. There are days when I want to focus on creating an informational video, and I don't feel like pointing to twenty things in five seconds. It's you know, it's it's something that I will. I have honestly talked about. that i struggle with even because yeah. my brain yeah. is programmed to think of content that is either entertaining or informational but either of those two in my head is definitely over a minute <laughs> let alone five <laughs> see seconds. that's another stress yeah oh god 30 seconds 60 seconds 90 seconds what do you do and then it's like when you want to say something wait now should i adapt this into a 10 second reel should i make it a 8 to 10 minute youtube video or should i just put it on stories because people will get the same thing with me pointing to things in 5 seconds so it's so different from what it was when you started oh 100% and i love it on wow. some days but i hate it on some days i'm also yeah. very honest about that because sometimes i'm just like let me do what I know, but again, the pressure <laughs> of numbers, the pressure yeah, of trends, yeah. the pressure of keeping yeah. up. The space in the content creator world, the landscape there has definitely changed drastically, right? But do you feel like there's been a big change in consumption patterns with radio? Yeah, yeah, in a I, very, very big way. So there, I'd like to say that um, radio as an industry uh, maybe has fallen short of being able to, you know, hold up their ground. and be able to communicate and and keep up that communication of what this this medium is all about and the beauty of this medium because it's not for anyone in the west they have evolved over years they're trying to do so many new things they haven't given up on the medium although the new medium was introduced back in the west give me an example of like new things that let's say you'd like to bring to radio one Well, I'm talking. So we are talking about radio vis-a-vis the social media, or vis-a-vis what has changed over the years, right? So radio has always been around. Television has always been around. After OTT comes in, of course, there's pressure on theater or the the theater complexes and uh, multiplexes that we go to watch uh, a movie at. And uh, yes, I choose my films now, but I have always been that person. <laughs> It's not just today. OTT hasn't changed much of that, but I have more content on OTT. so to traditional or conventional mediums there's always going to be that sort of competition mm-hmm. and for me i think i'm slightly old school when it comes to that because i feel that even if it is conventional or traditional mediums that have been so successful and have been able to communicate so well to a larger audience a much larger audience don't let go of it so soon you know not yet and and 
I wish we could control that. Yeah. Like, I mean, India is a huge population. So it's about mindsets, I feel. So you just don't run after a bandwagon just because it's new. But I have to be honest, I'm... When it comes to that, unfortunately, as you're saying this, I'm realizing <laughs> I'm part of the audience that's now picking my films. And pre-pandemic, I yeah. was at a movie theater every weekend. I know that. You're such a buff. I'm such a movie buff. So all my life, my entire family and my, like, it's it's all of us. We're a big jund. <laughs> and we would be at the movies. And when I say it's a big jund, like, we would book, like, 40 tickets. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I literally mean big I was thinking, jund. like, 10 or 12 or something. Oh, no. Like, it'll be my family. that is my jund. It's, like, my family. <laughs> and then there will be, you know, a couple of cousins and somebody, like, one of our family friends and then their cousins. I don't, remember booking tickets less than 30 tickets up until maybe five ten years ago wow of course then the, all of us grew up and started our own circles or some people moved out of the city or country or whatever but i like our movie jones would be like 30 40 tickets and that's like every that's weekend big. that's an every weekend we would find something to watch and go and it's so funny because now when if you ask me when was the last time i went to a theater i'm gonna have to rack my head a little bit what was Shah Rukh Khan's last? Pathan. <laughs> Pathan is the last time I think I went to the theater. I haven't been since. But I've now become a full OTT watcher. And I'm like, You know what? Yeah, I, I say that to myself too. But while you do enjoy OTT, what a theater screen gives you cannot oh, 100%. be... Oh, uh, 100%. You know, I regretted of... not going to the theater to watch Gangu Bai when I watched it on whatever Prime, Netflix, whatever it came yeah, on. And yeah. I was like, yeah, this now, I should have gone to Getty Galaxy and listened with CTs <laughs> and heart me popcorn. Totally worth it. Yeah, yeah. It would have been for sure. Yeah. But uh, I've become lazier post the pandemic. I've become pickier about my social outings post the pandemic. I think that's, that's what the new mediums are doing to us also, no? Yeah. Your analysis of the audience <laughs> is on the pulse. <laughs> very clearly yeah yeah so that does do uh, i mean these kind of things that happen uh, to us and also to the industry and then you know i'm very i'm very touchy about the industry so to speak because this is the industry that made me that uh, put me where i am today and so i have a lot of um, you know very strong feelings about it and i think it will live of course the test of times it's not like it won't but people won't view it the way they used to view mm. before like when i have guests who are my age group or who have teenagers some of them love listening to radio or like the idea of radio because radio is still you know a medium that people go after mainstream uh, or television or anything for that matter in films but most others would say ha huh, you're listening to radio what's that you know the teenagers i'm talking the about the way to you feel is has changed yeah yeah no, yeah, you can't substitute. You're saying that. I'm saying that. A hundred percent. I don't think you can substitute. You, you, I mean, it might seem like that to you because Gen Z won't know, okay, the magnitude of what radio used to be. Let's so say. they do realize the value what uh, a radio can do or a, or a medium like that can bring because it's still being talked about and it is, it is still the glamorized version that they were told when they were growing up to mm -hmm. where they are today and things like that. But again in the space of content creation which is which is kind of you know an abyss where there's just so much happening you tend to lose the essence of what then maybe uh, radio actually brings for you and to you i think that radio is such an intimate experience no matter like i said theater of the mind yeah no matter what you're doing and like you always feel like this person is speaking to you there's something very special covid about actually it. proved that covid numbers of radio Numbers of radio listenership went high up. 
And there was a good 20 to 30 percent increase that they saw because then people realized that, okay, yeah, we have someone talking to me, you know, when I feel lonely otherwise, whether you're with someone or you're all alone, because many of them were also stuck by themselves all alone, you know, within a four-walled apartment. So, yeah, that was also a reading that was done, a study that was done. And one of the reasons, I think, again, for radio to win another sort of war, so to speak, with newer mediums. Did you ever get on the Clubhouse app? Oh, I did. Uh, I thought it was chaos for some reason. Really? Beyond the point, yeah. Why? Tell me why. It felt like a con call of sorts. A conference call of sorts. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's an accurate <laughs> description. It was just a conference call and someone saying something like in a meeting, 10 of you get together. One has a point to make. The others are listening. Everybody else is trying to make a point. But it doesn't reach you. Sometimes it does mm -hmm. because of maybe what you're talking about. But mm -hmm. most times it didn't. And I think it died a natural death. It did. It did. It, it definitely ran its course. But in my head, the way I viewed even Clubhouse at that point of time was a hybrid of like a podcast with a radio, with a con call with uh with a come let's do chores while we're all like hanging out together now. <laughs> you know con what i mean call. yeah i just i loved it while it was um while while we were in lockdown and while i was at home i think i really made the most of that app yeah. because i felt like i could hang out with people while not making the effort to be on a video yeah. call. But it also gave me... I had groups of people within the organization trying really hard to get on Clubhouse because that was the time we realized, because of course everybody and everything was turning digital, that, oh my God, radio has to go digital. You know, there was yeah. renewed vigor mm -hmm. in uh, and renewed, of course, goals also in how we have to go after uh, these platforms. And we tried as much as we could. I enjoyed my sessions, but I thought I, I really it didn't sit with me. It didn't feel like anything close to radio for you? No, not at all. Not at the all. The intimacy of it even? Which is why I'm saying if it's in a conference call, you have 10 hmm. people. Here, you had 10 people. So <laughs> just didn't feel... You've just written it off <laughs> like a con call app. I love it. So I it. tried it uh, once. I tried it twice. I have been part of a few sessions but it kind of, you know, didn't connect with me at all. If it connects with me, I like it. Like Instagram, yeah, I do connect with it at some level. Facebook, I still connect with it at some level because I know the kind of people that use Facebook as a platform and Instagram as a platform. Both of them, Facebook has managed to sustain. Otherwise, people were already sort of writing off Facebook when Instagram took over or the other newer platforms took over. But that's not happened. Nobody wants that to happen. Uh, at least not the man but behind it, but, do, you know. Do, do you enjoy the other apps as well? Do you, do you, A for one, do you manage your own Instagram? And do you manage to find that balance between, you know, being content creator independently on like, let's say an Instagram? I am so happy Meta took over Facebook and Instagram and just put it all together. So every post that goes on Instagram very nicely and slickly goes and sits in my Facebook account. And that's the easiest thing I could have asked for because no, I, I cannot multitask when it comes to social media platforms. It's just one or maximum of two for me. Which are the two for you? Facebook, Instagram is one. What's the other? Are you on Twitter? Uh, no, yeah, no, I'm not so much on Twitter, no. What's, I do have an account, so there's but bandwidth. No, I don't use it. There's, there's bandwidth to yeah. do one. But you enjoy social media. I enjoy social media. I enjoy watching, being a part of what's happening in terms of just to get an idea of the pulse of what people are thinking. But do you create doing, for it? And I do create for it, yes. Sometimes I follow trends. Sometimes I create my own content. Uh, it's a balance of both. Just like I do on radio. Radio, almost everything is new. 
that I do on radio. Nothing that has been tried before. Across the platform, actually, everything is pretty new, whether it's a travel segment, whether it's when I had you on board. No other radio ever attempted to do something like that, to to make, to simplify fashion or styling and bring it on radio so it's at the tip of your fingers, you know, just like this is a click away that is, yeah, still a click away. <laughs> so, yeah. Tell me some of your, like, I feel like, I've, I know I've heard a lot and I've I've heard a lot in the sense, wait, I'm going to say that again. <laughs> so I've obviously heard your show a lot over the years, been part of it. What are some of your goofiest, silliest memories of something a guest has done on your show? Because I'm sure not everyone comes, you know, fully equipped or yeah. used to just talking to a mic. It's a very different thing to sit there and just talk to a mic at the end of the day. I think the only time I've uh, had any trouble, if at all, with any guest is when they just keep rattling off their own stories and they don't want to stop. And then I have to try really hard to stop them. <laughs> in a live? Has this happened in live? It has happened. Like on air? On air, on air, yeah. The, the, the links go on and on and on and on and it doesn't stop. So what yeah, have you done to combat this? Like how do you tell someone, Ruko? I, I do use hand gestures. At times that's like the ultimate thing that you could try to do uh, you know keep doing this <laughs> do they listen for those of you who are listening she's doing like time out with her hand when she's doing the hand gesture yeah so yeah that and um, I, I try to bring in a new thought altogether so that they get jumbled up in what they were saying so they can stop and I can continue oh my god but uh, what about, you have to do that when you're this on is, a live uh, yeah I was going to say it's complicated because you're on air I yeah, mean, in you a have to break session. that flow of thought and once you break that flow of thought when you uh, throw in a different question altogether or just you bring in a new viewpoint and they are stumped a little bit and then they'll kind of you know take that pause and I make use of that pause and of I course, love these mind games my close. god I could never but I'm very fascinated by this yeah you have to do it when you you're have on to, a live show yeah of course Despite in a recorded setting it must be easier it's different to, it's, uh, because I can edit most things out uh, but I, I let them talk when it's an edited environment or recorded environment yeah, because I know I can edit most of these things out. Uh, but otherwise, in a live environment, boy. That's tricky. Yeah, it is tricky. But it's yeah. also fun. That's the fun of being on radio, on live radio. I think in my head, if I'm ever like recording, let's say a YouTube video with someone and I I have someone who happens to be in a vlog, let's say, I let it go on. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, this is going to get cut off. This is going to get cut off. <laughs> See? This is going to get See cut what off. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But if you're right, I mean, what do you do? I've never considered that. I feel like that trick of just throwing someone off would yeah. be interesting <laughs> thankfully i don't do those Maybe many you youtube lives rude, but yeah <laughs> yeah this i'm feeling very grateful i don't do very many youtube lives with people um what about some nice experiences tell me about some nice experiences you've had oh, with like guests plenty plenty uh so the bangash brothers when they came with their uh, sarod and i had on the other side i had um, you know a classical musician as well as uh, someone who's a playback singer and who also does western music and I got them to actually perform live Eric Clapton's Tears in Heaven. Never been done before. And it was... This was recorded or on air? Yes. It was live on the show. That's awesome. Yeah. So quite a few things like that. And what's the most bizarre thing that's happened to you while you were recording? <laughs> while Talk I was recording... Um, you know what? I'm someone who just passes off all weird things as okay because I think I'm weird myself. So. <laughs> you are not weird, Annie. <laughs> but uh, but no, nothing bizarre that I can think of. Nah. No? no? Nothing? Nothing? No one's ever insisted on answering a phone call while recording? <laughs> or like not realize you were on air? 
what is the weirdest weirdest experience you've had with a guest i mean like absolutely bizarre like has anybody ever tried to answer a call while you've been live on air or has anybody ever you know phones ring yes and it's awkward but nobody tries to I answer aise aake dena chahiye na like mm. and they like oh so sorry so sorry, sorry. and this is and like, then and then the very next line is this can be edited right this can be i'm so sorry i'm so sorry <laughs> all while it's live no while live um it must have happened once and they've tried to and and you have to cover up by saying oh someone's calling you oh the phone rang and stuff like that you know try to cover those things up because it's live right and people get it people get the feel of it people like it yeah oh the phone rang oh it's live yeah it's so much fun to listen to their banter doing all of this and all that so it's okay so i think the audience also over the years for that matter even i don't enjoy something that is so clean and cookie cutter yeah like why are you so clean that's not human Uh, it's okay to miss a word it's okay to ooh what did i just say you should do that because then that's how you will engage and also connect with the listener because gone are the days where uh, you know i think you put people on a platform and anywhere else on a pedestal and you are like always aspiring to be that and never get there sort of thing too hard to reach out to no it's not that anymore and that's the best part today about any platform and even radio yeah. media is more casual about yeah Yeah, you have to be. I think you have to be. I remember when we were like growing up. Let's say we used to watch shows where the VGs, let's say for example, were all very like, you know, Miss India compares almost. <laughs> where you're like, na 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 na. And now it's like so much more chill. It's like everyone's vlogging in my head. Oh my god, you watch television for VGs? I kind of almost Listen, forgot. Nineteen. Although I grew up. Nineteen ninety one, baby, them. over here. I like VJing was the coolest job I thought existed of while course, I was growing up. Of course, up. I've auditioned for it too. Yeah. But thanks to my vertical challenge, I don't think I was ever going to make it. Listen, you have to explain <laughs> to people this vertical challenge because I know what it is. People who are listening will be like, "Oh, she's vertically challenged." You have to explain. Yeah, well, I'm just talking about being short. You're not short, <laughs> first of all. You're average Indian woman no, height. No, no, I just spoke. Okay, I was speaking to Sarah Todd today. Uh, she is very chef. tall. Yeah, from Australia. and um so she's like she's being very nice and she's like no yeah you're not sure i said mm, sarah please first of all you're very tall she's like yeah i know that <laughs> and for an indian average height it's anywhere between 52 or 55 what's your exact height i'm not even 5 and i'm saying it out there it's right out there on record you you're not even 5 no. listen i'm barely 5 inches of heels they help <laughs> in my head you were around my height till like 2 no, minutes ago no you fight too right fight three season that one inch is very important <laughs> <laughs> now you know imagine my flight i understand how the men feel when we talk about inches <laughs> i think men must be going through this but they usually i don't know if they are doing the same anymore where they either just brush it off or you and i never are, even you and i are not talking it. about the same kind of inch <laughs> comparison let's move on <laughs> um leave me with some like advice It's not like leave me with it rather leave our listeners with some advice about what one and where one starts when they want to pursue a career as a radio jockey is it is it still as interesting as it used to be i mean I, obviously i personally feel it is but i want to hear it oh it is you. oh it is and how does one get there like how does one go about this process you know it's a tough question to answer because as many people have approached me and said is there a break Uh, right now is there a, a place where we can you know try and join in and uh, become a radio jockey because i can do a really good job 
it doesn't work that way unfortunately um either you get into the system and that's how most of the radio jockeys have come on air if you ask anyone nobody got on air directly they have to first go through the grind which is you join a radio station you get to understand what radio is how it works what kind of um, choices or your taste in music is um and then you kind of get a hang of how radio works and then get on air because by then you are also honing your skills as a speaker or as 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 someone who can kind of communicate articulate nobody can just get on radio and say hey today i'm a radio jockey no it never happens that way you can ask any radio jockey and they will give you a story behind how they got to radio so when you are sending your cvs to someone send your cvs saying that you want to work at a radio station get into a radio station learn the ropes and then yes they will see your talent if you have that talent that you can articulate and you've done a lot of live shows and things like that outside it's different from doing radio and then you get a show for yourself because that's how 99% of the radio jockeys have become radio jockeys being a multi hyphenator is non negotiable yes. so it's a must Welcome to my personal favorite segment slide into my DMs. This is where I take a peek into my guests DMs and yes, I'll be sharing mine too. In this no holds barred segment, we nose dive into our guests inboxes as well as messages from you to us from my Instagram. Buckle up for a potentially scandalous round of messages and some sweet ones too. Let's go. We do this fun thing here on the pod. Um it's a segment that I call slide into my DMs. Oh. You're very active on social media and I know that uh, I know that you've grown to love it if that's the right way that <laughs> yes. I should be putting it. Um I want to know what is Thanks sliding. Thanks for being subtle. <laughs> <laughs> But you love it now, now that's what matters. <laughs> um I remember uh, days when we used to record at your studio at the start when I had just met you and I'd be like Annie you need to post on Instagram more yeah. often. Annie what are you not posting? Like, Do you know you I've lived through that era the time that we first met when we were asked not to be on yeah. Instagram. Yeah. It was literally that. So yes. That was the time 7 years ago we were asked not to use Instagram and stick to Facebook to where we are today. Oh how the tables have turned. Like be everywhere now you've got to be everywhere. Wait, my question that I was getting to <laughs> when I completely got thrown off over there was what is and who is sliding into your DMs? Are you getting like what kind of DMs do you get from random people on the internet? You know, we think you are the perfect fit. We have this brand of jewelry and this that the other we want you to try this. You're getting business pitches in yes. the Yes. This is great. Uh, this is one I've never tried though. Any one of them, and uh, the other. Why others, are you not making money if it's I, walking into? I know someone from Korea or I don't know which country of the world sent in a hi. Maybe moved to India or Bombay and saying hi. I really love your photographs. Can I be friends and stuff? I still get that. Yeah, I do. Um, that's the other bit of DMs that slide in. And the third and the most engaging lot is of course my listeners. They love to send in you know wishes saying that oh we love listening to you oh, we love your voice we love what you do to our afternoon drive which is otherwise so hot and humid and so on and so forth. We really like and I keep putting it up on stories and stuff like that because of course it do you like replying nourishes to my there? ego. <laughs> <laughs> do you like replying to people in the DMs? I do I do well? I do. I try as much as I can. That like I said that bandwidth oh my god. It tears you down sometimes, but I I like doing it. Yeah, nice. listen, you need to go and reply to everyone that's sending you business pitches in the DMs. <laughs> I'm highly yeah, encouraging. Yeah, that is some this. advice I need to take from you first, and then maybe put to you. Because a lot of newer brands or someone who doesn't know, like tomorrow, let's say somebody who 
okay i don't know at all personally doesn't you know i yeah. don't know and how i fumbled too much when i said that let's say someone who doesn't know how to reach out to me they don't yeah. understand the yeah. corporate aspect of emailing or they don't know me directly personally socially via via as yeah. so many people yeah. might you know so be like jewelry brands and some uh, even apparel brands that have approached me you must Maybe reply to them in the dms okay yeah i get people tell me they get thirst traps and dick pics in the dm you're getting Ooh. business pitches in the dm you're not taking it up Wow. You must I'm encouraging okay. this. <laughs> <laughs> Then we'll have Annie the content creator beyond radio as well. <laughs> yes. Okay, let's see and let's hope that happens too. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the pod. Thank you for talking to me about your journey um about talking about just how much radio has I won't say changed I'd rather say has gone through this evolution of sorts yeah. from yeah. not wanting you on socials to <laughs> making sure you're on socials being the biggest takeaway for me at least yeah yeah um and thank you for always being as lovely and warm as you are thank you so much it was lovely to see you after eons and to do this real deal as the real deal with Anand and role reversal <laughs> and role reversal too I have to give that to you <laughs> thank you <laughs> <laughs>